Hey, New Age Accountants. <laughs> Welcome to Accountants 2.0. Uh, today, I'm with Ted Williamson, our, our president, and uh, we're going to get right into it, as we always do. This is step two for New Age Accountants, uh, making the client the center of all. All right, so so already I can feel the wincing coming through the uh, the the ether of the internet. Oh, they say you mean you mean you mean we're not the most important thing? Like the the accountant doesn't think of us as the center of all things. (laughs) Well, um, as evidence shows, uh, the clients certainly don't feel that they're the center of all things in a lot of cases, Um, and I I understand it and I sympathize only because you're, you're. you're structured to do a job. You're doing the books. You're filing. You're you're, you're chasing them for for information to to do the, the the critical filings, and you got your bookkeepers and your staff um, um, geared to, to provide that service. So, it, it, what what happens is you don't want to say no, but at the same time, when you do say yes, you feel like you're off, offering a workaround or something special for that client. And then you say, well, how do I remain profitable if I'm going to be offering all these services um, that you know are are not really related to directly to what we're supposed to be doing. Well, they are because the health of your client's business is important, and you're in a special relationship with them where you're seeing every transaction, you're seeing all their activity. If you don't add that guidance, then you're not differentiating yourself in the market. So, how do you do that properly? Well, it comes down to what we found in our experience is. Uh, uh, defining core services and core service packages and offerings that are that are easily identified, you create your operations around that, your core operations, and then you can work towards efficiency and profitability and really knocking it out of the park when you provide those services. Well, I, I'd like to talk about yeah. I'd like to talk about one small thing right before that. Yeah. You know, talking about is and that is finding the client that you like the most. Ah, yeah, and <laughs> and how you can relate to them and how you can actually service them well. So every, you know, the hot button is niching mm-hmm. um, or you want to niche. So you want to make sure that you're paying attention to a certain type of client and as in order to make them the center of all, because you can be the center of all to them because you understand them mm-hmm. and you know them and you're giving them so much value because you, you know them. Uh, so like it's super, it's super important to first of all figure out who you like and who you want to serve um and then and then you can figure out how to serve them right well that would govern your core service offerings as well um if if you're catering to like you're not going to say yes to like bars and restaurants at the same time as i'm dealing with um insurance firms and brokers and and then i'm going to deal with um uh, contractors uh construction companies okay those are three niches. Um, that's great if you have the the, the um, operational depth to create three foci of marketing and, and 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 infrastructure. But you know, slow down there. Can't take on the world. Uh, focus on one and, or two and create a core packages that could define that. But now for the differentiator, um, and this is where I believe um, Accounts 2.0 has excelled in 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 conceptualizing this is. You can have what's called I, I call them bolt-on services. Uh, they're they're you're offering your core services and you're providing them. But there's other services, and Ted's going to elaborate a little bit um, on this. Uh, Ted, like a, a bolt-on services, either offers through an affiliate or a partner that specializes in that aspect. But you can market it as your own or offer it as your own with that. 
Um, so from the client's perspective, it's almost like a custom, you can create these custom situations without creating an operational strain on yourself. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be that you offer it through your own name, like as it's white labeled, you can offer it on behalf of somebody. So the whole idea of accountants 2.0 is that you're coming together as a community to grow together. And how do you do that? Well, you can connect to each other. So for example, my, my firm, uh, that we sold, we offered, uh, bookkeeping, tax, you know, tax planning, payroll, things like that, that, you know, the usual compliance and we could, so we, what we would do is find a business valuator and we would be able to sell that business, business valuation services directly for them or, uh, bring on, you know, before it used to be where you would just refer them. And then the client then has like five different relationships you have to deal with mm. where you could offer that on to your suite of services and say that's ABC firm that's doing this, but I'm going to be the one who's going to, you know, be, be your, like be your relationship and make sure that, that, that ABC is getting it done. Right. So that's kind of how you can offer additional services and different additional products by, by utilizing the community and and making sure that you know you find somebody you trust you can bring on their services as your own you can sell it as your own if they if they if they allow that and if you have the you know i, I guess if you have the insurance <laughs> for that um and and if you're you know able to pr provide uh or to offer that within your own firm or you can offer it as as a bolt-on you know third party instead of bolt on, you know, within your own, within your own firm, but it's really a third party doing the work. Right? And it's key that you become the portal because, or the, the gatekeeper of that relationship, because that's seen as the value added or the, the, the enrichment of the basic offering of your core services. So you become more interesting. It's your differentiator. Uh, you're now being seen as, as, um, a unique partner and not just another service that is driven by price and or get it get it done or whether you yeah. upset them or not by not getting back to them that kind of stuff well well not just that it, it the the um so I, so people need different services uh that are related to each other uh, mm -hmm. in order to, to run their businesses or to or or to um you know be compliant so why not instead of having them shop around and get stressed out about that and find somebody that might not be the greatest uh the the, the greatest for them you can bring on one of these third a third party who, who you know understands your your client base so you have a target market you have a niche and now you have so i offer bookkeeping and tax i need somebody who can do business valuations for my niche so i know that abc company does is you know works with my niche exclusively or works with it, you know, uh, on an ongoing, you know, very, very often. So I can trust them that they're going to provide a good service. Now, the, those clients are going to look for that business valuator regardless. So what if that business, what if they find one who is not that great? And then all of a sudden that, that, that impacts your, 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 your business in a way that you deal with that, with that client, because they didn't have a great relationship or they didn't do something very well. And you didn't trust that that person that they went to, or maybe that person that they went to, that business valuator, does bookkeeping and tax, and now all of a sudden they've been exposed to somebody who does more of what they need. So you might you this might be your favorite client. You might lose your favorite client because you just didn't 
have an option for them. Now, That's a great example. you can offer that without 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 creating all of this complexity within your firm. And, and that's really the key is you don't want to create complexity in your firm. You want to be able to offer more solutions to the, the specific type of client that you want. That's a great example. Ted, is there any other examples that you can think of uh, besides, uh, like I say, business valuation? What would be another um, bolt-on service or something to that from a core offering that you can think of? Well, you know, things like uh, CFO services. You So CFO services is a hot button you know, is is a hot thing right now. And you, you can see all these coaches. I actually want to do a, a separate podcast for this, but you see, see all these coaches out there, be a CFO, be a CFO. Not everybody wants to be a CFO or can, um, but doesn't mean that you can't offer CFO services. It doesn't mean that you can't find an amazing CFO partner with them and bring them on. You can help them with their, with their compliance. They can help you with their advice or with your advisory. Uh, your client gets, everything that they need and everybody's happy. So mm -hmm. that's, that is a, that is a huge one or just advisory in general. Most people go into accounting. They don't want to actually do compliance. They want to do more advisory. So you could actually find those people that do want to do uh, compliance as well. Um, and then, so if you are a CFO, you can find somebody that can feed you business or you can find somebody that can, can do all the preparatory work for you. So you don't have to do all that stuff. Great. You might not like that. If you want to, you want to just be an advisor. You don't want to necessarily do all the tax planning, do all the uh, um, tax filing and, and, and year ends and all that kind of stuff. You just want to look at the information that's been compiled and help the client make, make decisions and move forward. So more than just a, a bolt on affiliate gatekeeper, the, these, all these, um, these opportunities offer a partnership and, and much deeper relationships. Because in the case of a virtual CFO, that you'll be working more back and forth with an individual like that, as opposed to offering a um, maybe a, a technological uh, bolt-on like a reporting service or something, uh, uh, you know, where the, that would just be a straight-up product. Absolutely. Well, I mean, another thing is big, uh, as as you all know, is incorporation services. So mm -hmm. I I think all of us have been uh, presented with, with clients needing incorporation services or some sort of, um, annual filing service or some sort of legal compliance where you can actually find, you know, you can have access to owner and just refer them to there, or you can network with a, with a, with a lawyer or an accountant that does some of these services. Um, you, you might not want to do them. I didn't want to do them. I thought about doing them. And I wanted to eventually do them, but and ultimately, I just found somebody to, to help me with those. Uh, a lot of times, we referred just to just to an accountant, or uh, to or just to a lawyer, or to like owner, or or to um, like legal zoom or something like that. Um, if there was a super super simple thing, we usually try to go with a lawyer because that it's it's better for them. But not every client uh, values lawyers as much as they do uh, a simple solution. But either way. You can find somebody like that too. That's a very, very common one that that you could bring in into the fold. So structuring this, and Ted, um, the the um, new age accountant has to basically identify their niche or or focus on their on their core niche, the core services for that niche, and then really think about what those extra services can be, and then and then align that. So when they're making their offering and proposals, they can take these into consideration. And then it becomes a smooth operation where the client is getting what they want. So they feel that they're the center of all. And the uh, the, the structure is such that it feels custom. 
but it's not negatively impacting your core operations and uh and then you don't become a sea of workarounds and side procedures yeah absolutely well, um so you can essentially grow your income without having to do all this additional work and and help grow somebody else's so by doing this offering these like bolt-on services you you increase your ability to earn money and you in you give your client a better service you are bringing on another service provider another accountant or bookkeeper uh, to come to come on board and earn money and you're creating it's a it's a win all around mm -hmm. you know if, provided you select the right ones right so it's it's very very important that you select the right uh providers to have to do these bolt-on services first of all making sure that they don't have um that you know that they're not competing with you in so i'll give you an example if i'm a bookkeeper and all i do is books and i and my clients need you know file taxes well i need to find a tax uh, i need to find an accountant or a tax preparer or you know an ea or something like that to uh, uh to make to make sure that that their books are turned into a tax return and their tax returns completed and they're happy well, I, I, so I'm going to go find an EA or a CPA. I'm going to make sure that they don't, they don't care about the books necessarily, or they have, or you have an agreement in place, some sort of legal agreement where they will not try to bring those. And if, and if a client tries to engage them for the services that, that you provide, uh, that they will not, or they'll compensate you or some way of that. So that's really where the complexity lies with that type of situation. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's well worth it. Well, but the two scenarios are you are scaling to maintain or scaling to exit and resale, but these these type of service, um, I guess, uh, structures are in desire. Uh, so that's great. Uh, these are really good examples, Ted. I'm at a loss right now. We can did this out, but um, I she's going to have to clip this out, Arena. But what what else do we have to add in this? Uh, well, thanks, Ted, for for that insight on having uh, making the client the center of all. That was a uh, uh, you know short and sweet and simple, uh, but at the same time um, complex in its implications. As you uh, pick to the service providers and allies that you want to uh, uh, perpetuate this situation uh, of of scaling. Um, sure. Um, so in making a client the center of all, uh, having a proper system in place, so technology, so your practice management solution, so you can communicate with them and react to them very well, and having a good marketing system in place so that you so that they know that you're engaging with them constantly you're you're continuously looking for feedback from them uh you know asking them what you can do better uh what area what things work what things don't work and then also just staying engaged with them with your newsletters with your with blogs and podcasts you know and and create creating a community for your niche even all these things are very very important to make sure that they know that you care and that they are the center of your world. Yeah. Great. Well, on the subject of podcasts, we're not a one-way street, everyone. We actually are a community. So uh, we encourage you to uh, join us either on LinkedIn or Facebook communities, as well as uh, subscribe to our YouTube uh, channel and uh, stay in touch with us as uh, new episodes come out and interact with us. We uh, love to field questions and, uh, and, and, and talk to people. So we learn more and then you learn more too. So until next time, you guys have a great day.